Greetings and welcome to Trauma and Social Work Podcast. You are listening to Tanya Octave, Licensed Clinical Social Worker. My goal is to provide education, resources, suggested practices, and understand more about the aspects of trauma and social work. This podcast is for you because we are all impacted by trauma. I am your host. Go grab your notepad, pen or pencil, a cup of warm tea, and let's get down to business. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 12 of the Trauma and Social Work podcast. I thought it would be of particular interest to talk about work and career dissatisfaction. A lot of us are physically going back to our jobs and whether or not that is part-time or full-time, but more people are driving and commuting to and from work. So reconnecting to what it was like before COVID. So let's explore work and career dissatisfaction. Imagine if you were to go back to childhood and you ask yourself, What do you want to be when you grow up? Do you remember some of your responses? Uh, They had been limited and had much to do with what careers you were exposed to in life. You may have dreamed about being a doctor, lawyer, athlete, performer, police officer, or even a firefighter. Then there are other children who were socialized to be in a career based on their maybe personality characteristics. Some examples might be if maybe an uncle told you, you like to argue a lot, you will probably be a lawyer. Or maybe your dad said, you know, you're a class clown. (laughs) You'll probably be a comedian. Or maybe a grandma told you, You were smart. You will probably be a doctor. There are also those careers that mesmerize you, that attracted you in a particular way because of what you believe would bring you happiness and maybe even stardom. I hear young people tell me their dreams and their ideal jobs, such as being an athlete, a musician, entertainer, or just someone in the spotlight. Now it's an Instagram famous, popular, new creator. Regardless of all these influences, you have strengths and weaknesses as a child. You had goals and ambitions about your life. And as you grew older and life happened, your dreams changed and for some, your dreams even disappeared. In adulthood, career and job dissatisfaction impacts one's overall feelings and experiences with mental wellness. Occupations with high rates of reported depression, work in nursing homes, childcare facilities, the food industry, social workers, healthcare workers, artists, entertainers, teachers, administrative support staff, maintenance and ground workers, financial advisors, accountants, and salespeople. Do you fall in this category? Huh? 
you're more likely to report a higher level of depression. The career you chose or the one that was chosen for you may bring about challenges in your mood. And yet it still doesn't stop here. Many careers increases one's overall level of stress. The highest stressful jobs are those in our active military, firefighters, airplane pilots, law enforcement officers, broadcasters, physicians, anesthesiologists, therapists, and anyone in the emergency work profession. The top three highly stressful jobs, those are the airline pilots, surgeons, and lawyers. These careers are innately going to increase one's level of anxiety if you allow it to consume you, if you don't plan, and if you don't have a protocol in place for stretch for stress prevention. The national statistics report the highest rates of suicide are those among medical doctors, dentists, police, veterinarians, financial services, real estate agents, electricians, lawyers, pharmacists, farmers, pharmacists, chemists, and construction and maintenance workers. In the United States, the highest rates of PTSD are those who work in the military, the police, firefighters, emergency medical, ambulance workers, healthcare workers, journalists, and our first responders. So there are careers that we go into where statistically more likely to be depressed, more likely to be stressed, and in some careers more likely to even commit suicide. Now, I'm not saying don't go into these careers. I am suggesting having a plan for your mental wellness if you are in a job that is likely to bring on this depression, anxiety, and trauma experiences, I recommend getting the support of the mental health professional to assist you, a qualified mental health professional. You may have lived with and are surviving through your career without even recognizing the toll it takes on your mental, physical, and spiritual well-being, and often, this realization doesn't come until it's too late. You have health-related issues, your doctor gives you a diagnosis and wants to put you on medication, and then gives you more medication to care for some of those side effects that you're experiencing. I challenge you to explore these three questions. What career were you born to do? Do you believe what your purpose is. And on the surface, some individuals will respond with jobs based on a title. Being a doctor seems fancy. I think my purpose was to be a social worker, a teacher, or a doctor. It sounds good when you're a kid and you can tell other adults that. And other adults are often impressed. If you're patient enough and can explore this idea in a more meaningful way, what was the purpose of you being born? What was the big plan? The plan that the creator wanted you to fulfill before you got caught up in all these pleasures in life. 
As I reflected on this myself, I am learning that my purpose is to re reconnect back to God, the Creator. My career is to serve the Creator in all that I do, the way that I think, the way I interact with others, what I believe, and how I feel and respond emotionally. If that's my purpose, then my career is a subcategory and the career I choose must always be aligned to my purpose. You may think your purpose is different and that's okay. We are all at different moments in our life, but the idea is to reflect on your meaning right now in this moment. The second reflective question is, are you engaged in a career in the manner you imagine? From the time you awake in the morning, during the day, and into your sleep, is this what you imagine? Are you the person whose personality you would embrace? Are you impressed with your growth? Do you like the ways you interact with yourself and others? I note it here that this is not about money. This is not about a label or how educated or impressive you can be to others. If you choose to live in this manner, it is about finding your true self, your authentic self, maybe even the self that pleases God. Spirituality is a complex concept to understand and oftentimes complex to accept for some because we are all at different levels in this journey. And no matter where you are, there is growth to be made. The last question I'd like you to explore is, what can you do to move towards your purpose? Most research tells us satisfying careers have similar qualities. People report their work is engaging and they have fulfilling relationships with coworkers. They are doing something to benefit others. They feel valued. There is flexibility in how and where they work. There is meaningful collaboration and there are few negative experiences such as unpredictable work hours, long commutes, feeling unrecognized or even feeling in danger. The day-to-day -day tasks are fulfilling and they feel and, and you experience them as feeling good while being less stressed. You know, research tells us some of the most satisfying careers are clergy, physical therapists, education administrators, painters, sculptors, teachers, authors, psychologists, special education teachers, engineers, chiropractors, dentists, and nurses. And so although your career may be stressful, or you are at risk for PTSD or depressive symptoms, you could actually find your career to be satisfying. You can do things that move towards finding or revamping your career so that it becomes more satisfying and rewarding. In my work with patients, here are ideas of what we consider together. If you consider employment within another company, explore the company's culture their reputation and their opportunities for advancement. 
you may need to evaluate the money aspects and other negative aspects to help prepare you for developing a mental wellness plan. You will assess your strengths and weaknesses. Your plan should include enhancing your strengths and working through your weaknesses. It is essential to address the activities and subjects you enjoy and how it relates to your working style. Provide space for you to set up an environment that encourages your mental wellness. Develop your style, your niche, and create a career moving towards your life's purpose. And lastly, consider your values and what is important to you. If you want to help others but feel stuck in a career that harms people, develop a plan for your mental wellness and make the necessary adjustments. I will leave this by saying, I am doing something that satisfies my soul, the essence of my being. It pleases God and it is really, really a blast. Octave. 2021. Disclaimer, this podcast is not intended for medical, psychological, mental health, or legal advice. You should seek out a professional for individual and specific questions regarding your overall wellness. If you are experiencing a mental health crisis, call 911 or go to the nearest emergency room. this podcast please share it with others like below and subscribe to my channel I will end by saying the keys to happiness are following the path towards knowing oneself ancient comedic proverb